welcome, 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 welcome to Generating X. I am G Cope. It's your man C Rob. And we are here, and maybe or maybe not, JT is joining us later. We shall see. Y'all know y'all. He's a color people. He always come here like in a bed, <laughs> in a bed or something. Always late. All <laughs> right. So we're gonna start it off just quickly, hit upon, and I'll tell the people, give the people a background. This weekend, I text the group. I said, I guess we're going to be talking about the government shutdown. Government ended up staying open, so we scratched it. Hey, that's more for us to talk about fun things. But then what happened today? Today is Tuesday, October 3rd. And what happened? Your boy, Kevin McCarthy, got kicked out of his speaker's, <laughs> his speaker's chair. <clears throat> got any thoughts on that? I mean, this whole whole this whole party's a mess. He got kicked out of speaker's chair. The other dude, the, the leader of their party, got ninety one felony counts. I mean, whatever. I mean, whatever. All I can say, this is not your daddy's Republican Party. No, that's all I could. They they're in disarray. Mm -hmm. They're falling apart. Right. Um. It's just, I think it's a microcosm of what's going on in this country to a, in in a sense, yeah. man. You know how it's run, how's governed. You, you um, elect dumb people, you get dumb that, results. That, that's there you go, man. There you go. So I think it's just uh when the government is in disarray, the people are in disarray in, in a sense. Right. Um, but yeah, like I, we were talking earlier, man. Um, he actually thought that the Democrats were going to come to his defense and try to help him out after he, you know, all that he's done and backstabbed and talked about him and whatnot. So. You think he's deserving of it, though? You think he, he deserved to get the boot? Yeah, because he cut that deal. <laughs> he cut that deal where one person could object and bring and bring in question your speakership. Where he really got the Democrats is two two way. They don't trust. And why should I save you? He basically didn't take responsibility or didn't do the things he was supposed to do for in his party for January six. He went out there. He made a speech. This is Trump's fault. Trump needs to resign. And he goes to Mar-a-Lago and he's shaking hands, taking pictures, kissing babies. Kicking babies. Trump. The babies is Trump's nuts. He's kissing them babies. That's what he was kissing. <laughs> oh, snaps. <laughs> and then and then with this government shutdown, the Democrats work with him. They keep the, the, the government open. What does he do? First thing he does is go to the podium and he shits on the Democrats. So they were like, you know what? Nah, bro. Yeah, figure this out yourself. Yeah, figure this out yourself. So hey, they messed. Huh? Now, what does he go now? No, he he gonna be in the. I mean, he's just a a, a congressman. That's he he can run for because they got to do a vote again. You remember how long that first one took? This might take months. These votes. Um, he could put his name out again, but he ain't gonna win. Yeah. This, yeah. yeah, I'm saying, man. You know, hey. Yeah, they need to. They need to scrap the Republican Party and start all over, man. Because it, I'm serious, man. It's like it's like a a sports team that's poorly run mm -hmm. from the owner all the way down to the, the last man on the bench, like the Washington Commanders. Where they you had know what? That joint. They had to take it away from that team. Yeah. Yep, and just scrap it and build it from scratch, man, and, mm -hmm. and get some people in there that that don't mind working with other people and other parties. Have the good relationship, have the good track record. Well, they, they, with they some integrity. They, well, you ain't gonna find that in that party. You ain't gonna find that in that party. <laughs> they don't want to get anything done. They don't want to govern. They have no solutions. It's all about stopping other people, 
doing the grift, let me get richer while I'm in office and pretend like I'm I'm representing these poor people, which they're not, and old dumb fools. I, Tennessee, I pick on you a lot. The trailer parks of Tennessee still will vote for them because their hate for others is more powerful than their love for themselves and, and what's best for them. It is what it is. Yeah. Let's move on. Hey. Let's move on. Doing? Let's go doing, back. Man. Let's circle back. A couple of weeks back. A couple of weeks back. We forgot last week. Yeah, we, we had last week. last week, but a couple of weeks back, we had to circle back on. We we had a um, question about do you give a gift or what do you give to somebody who's renewing their vows? And these people been married almost as long as me and you've been alive, brother. <laughs> <laughs> and you gave me your answer. And then it's funny right. because off camera, you know, JT wasn't here that day. Off camera, I was talking to, to JT about something else about a week ago. And I brought it up laughing. And he, without you two even talking to each other, you two basically said the exact same thing. And remember, my wife wanted me to check with you guys. And I right, told her right. your answer. And then I told her JT's answer. She was not happy. Not happy at all. And she said, they don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> I told her it must be a Midwest thing. It must be a, a Midwest thing. Or it could be a man thing too, though. You could never be a know. Man thing. Could be a man thing. Could it be could a be a black thing. male thing, man. Or it could be a a black male thing who average age is 50, 51 years old. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's, it could be a generation X thing. That's yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what that hey. is. It could be. So she said she wasn't in agreement with us, huh? Well, she of course wasn't she wasn't. She... And I said, uh, so as we're talking, and I said, if we ever threw a 50th anniversary party, a renewal of vows, 50th anniversary, I said, and I did all the stuff, I wouldn't expect anybody to give me these grand gifts because I said, we've been, we've been married. We done built our lives, all that. Then I, in my next breath, I said, but I don't think we have to worry about that because we ain't going to make it to our 50th anniversary. Because you know, y'all older. I was 38 when I got married. Yeah, right? exactly. Hey, dude, you may, hold up. She stopped. You may be 88, man. No, but this is the whole point. She stopped and looked at me and was like, it would like hit her that we're going to actually be really old people with right. like, but she, she's six years younger than me. So she'll be younger. But in my mind, it was me. It was the calculation was mine. But you know what? You know what I see? In my mind, I put 50, 50 years, I'm be 98. I had gave myself an extra decade. And then I you thought about, no, I'll be around. No, you gonna be <laughs> I'll be around. I'll be around. 98, I can't guarantee. 88, I can probably guarantee you. You know, here. 88 with technology, you take care yeah, of yourself. That's what I'm saying. Now, I say 88, I can probably get there. I'm, I'm good. The modern, hey, you ain't gonna, you might not remember it. 98. You might not remember who you are. You know what I'm saying? But, but she was like, possible. she was like thinking, it almost hurt and realized that we might not be, you know, make it to 50 for the year. Right. We didn't get married at 22. Right. <laughs> you know? So, what ended up happening then? What, what, how did y'all handle this? Oh, no, the wedding, the wedding is uh, coming up. It's uh, oh. on the 15th, I think. Yeah. 
So we got to come back around. I bet you we're going to give $350 back. I bet you I'm not. This is why. I don't know if I told you this. Maybe I told JT this. That same couple's grandchildren, one of their granddaughters is having a, her baby. So they have a bridal shower the day before. So now you want me to give money to the bridal shower. Money to, you know what I'm saying? So we right. have to, you know, come on. Somebody ain't going to get something. Somebody ain't going to get something. And it, like I and said, it man. And it's probably gonna be the older people who ain't gonna get out. Get the get the get the fifty uh year anniversary renew vow married couple, take them out to eat, mm -hmm. give them a gift card, invite them by the house, y'all grill or cook some food or something like that, and call it a day, man. I think they'll appreciate y'all presence being y'all being in their presence in their vicinity, mm -hmm. spending time with them. Probably more than they appreciate a donation or a gift or anything. Right. That's the way I look at it, man. That's the way I look at it. Well, so that's how we're gonna see it. But talking about anniversary, stay tuned. I, I hope to be one day celebrating the anniversary of the Bucks of Giannis's second championship, brother. Let's talk me for Let's real. Get it. Let's get it. But all it. that don't know, y'all haters out there, hate the world, haters, please. I've been on Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it, every Miami Heat tier, every Boston Celtic tier, every whatever tier <laughs> that I can find, I respond with the evil emperor talking about your hate makes me stronger, brothers. There you go, go man. Dang what you God. think about when you heard it? Because I, I don't know what we're doing. And and y'all texted out. I was yeah, working. I sent it out, man. I sent it out. Yeah. And it, it shocked me. I didn't even. You know, I was hearing, I was hearing um, rumblings about it like a couple of weeks ago, a week and a half, right. a couple of weeks ago. Right. I was hearing rumblings, and I was like, "Hmm, yeah. like how is that going to fit?" Yeah, because he and Drew share the same backcourt. Who got to go? That's what I was thinking. Right. I just see that too, man. Uh, Hi, bro. Sorry, y'all. During yeah. this podcast, we apologize because we're watching the Brewers play their playoff game. Tyrone Taylor playoff game. Yeah. They right down the street. Um. <laughs> But yeah, man, uh, I'm gonna start off by saying this. It caught me off guard. It caught me off guard. And and maybe I prophesized this because earlier this year I bought some right. some some Dame Adidas. Did you? <laughs> I bought some Dame Adidas, man, earlier this year. It caught me off guard, but before I go on, I was a fan of Drew's, man. Oh no, no, Drew's my man. As a Drew's ball player. As, a, as person, a person, what he does for the community. And him and his it, wife were very good in the community. Man, every city he's played in. Yes. Um, all right, we gotta we gotta turn these games off, man. Every, <laughs> every city he played, every he, city he's played yeah. in, man, he, he he has made an impact to the community, man, to those in need. Uh -huh. Um, I think the liability came in. He just didn't have a good playoff series last year, man. Yeah. He didn't have a good playoff series last year. But I contributed that to, like, he and Milton both played for the right. Olympics. Or not, whatever it was, or championships, whatever. They were beating. They ain't no young dudes, man. They're not yeah. young dudes, man. And they couldn't make it a year without the injuries or whatever. Um, I think they saw, too, that how um, Butler – was using abusing them, but he was using abusing everybody in that series. He had a series of a lifetime, man. That, that um, was Bud's fault, though. What I pick, 
Yeah, they should have had Giannis on him, man. You know, well, switched well, off no, a little bit more. Well, Crowder. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But um, I'm excited about dang, man. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Put them Marquette boys on each other. Yeah, no, no. They got a closer. They got a closer. They got an outside shooter. Um, he could be the first, second, or third option between Giannis, him, and Middleton. Um, but they needed another closer, man. Giannis is not a closer that clutch last shot to me. Middleton is. Middleton's getting a little older, man. The injuries are starting to wear on him a little bit, but hopefully he'll be back. But he – he his body wore down from the Olympics that year. Yep, it yep. carried over that knee injury. They took care of it. They showed pictures before they started. I don't know if you can't tell he's in his uniform, but how much weight he's lost and how in shape he did. even Giannis was making fun of him when he put out the picture of him working out. Like like what you been taking? Like right. And it's funny, man, because if you look at him last year, and maybe because uh, of the injury, he couldn't work out. Because the knee he couldn't work out. He looked, he looked a little, a little big. big, a little thick. He yeah, looked right? a little big, a right. little half step behind. wasn't getting as much elevation. He looked a little big, man. Right. Upper body and definitely in the lower body, in my opinion. So, I think I think it's a good move for the Bucks, and they going for it. Just yeah. Giannis said, y'all got to do something. But the thing about it is, initially I thought Giannis had signed off on this, which I was thinking like, man, that'd have been hard for him to do. That's why they didn't tell him. That's why they didn't tell him. That's why they because, tell them. because they had glad you put that. And I told y'all that when Jimmy Butler was trying to get out of Minnesota, Horst was thinking about getting Jimmy Butler, but Minnesota wanted Chris, and Horst went to Giannis and asked him, "Would you be okay with this?" And he said, "No," and no, he, because right. that's his boy, that's like his family, right? You know, Drew right. was like their family. Drew went in uh, um, the skills competition with the uh, Bros. Remember? Oh yeah, okay, okay, okay. Drew's like that, that's, not, but you 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 got to do what you got to do. Y'all told me that it came out. I'm working. I see these texts. You shooting texts. Claypool shooting texts. People shooting texts. And I'm looking. Let me see if this is real. Um. Okay. Hey, don't forget. It. Don't forget. Fridge sent the text yesterday. Yeah, he sent the text yesterday. Let us know. A day later. <laughs> <laughs> A day later. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, and so I got lost. In, I do my work went out the window. I went on Twitter, social media, went down that trap, all that. I don't think people understand what this does. The pick and roll with Giannis, the pick and roll with Brooke, the pick and roll with Bobby. The Bucks have the perfect team for Dame, and that's what he said yesterday in in the um in the media day that he came on the plane. You know, they had that welcome thing, and he saw, yeah. and he said it was a lot of yeah. people. It was all that, you know. He goes to the locker, he sees all the stuff that you know does all the introductions to all the people. He said he went back to his hotel or whatever it was, and he sat down, and he, I think it was Mark Spears or somebody. He said that's when I had text you. He texts him, this is where I'm supposed to be. He All that went through his head, like all the possibilities of not having to be the best player on your team. Not having that pressure. Not having that pressure. And now you give Giannis, even if Giannis gets hurt or misses the game between the playoffs, you got somebody who can spark up 30, 35, 40, 50. At, Maybe even at 60. Anytime. At any Maybe even 60. Exactly. 
What and the thing about it is, he's not a young dude either. No, he's but the same he's age as Drew, though. But he, yeah, same. But he's yeah. younger. Yeah, this is new to him. It's gonna be new territory for him, yep. which should make him even more hungrier to prove like this 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 trade is worth it. Because if you think about it, we couldn't get over that hunt with Bledsoe. No, they traded Bledsoe and got Drew. Ooh, I like I like Derek Bledsoe. I like Bledsoe too, man. But he. He's a liability. Can I tell you something? Here. I'm gonna tell you something. Finish that. Go. I'll tell you after you finish your thought. All right. So he's a liability too. Drew helped get us a championship. The window, we we're the Bucks are our old team, and the window started closing a little bit. Right. The window started going like halfway closed. Bringing Dame to this team, man, had to sacrifice Drew. It's a it's a business deal. You enter to win championships. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You ended to win. Not too many players nowadays stay on teams for a long, long period of time, man. You do have your hand for. You do have your hand for. But look how many times LeBron moved around already. Right. You know what I'm saying? So Giannis said, hey, y'all got to be committed to winning. Let's get it. But he, he already said he was going to stay. Um, if I was to tell you that Drew's offensive efficiency was about the same as Eric Bledsoe's offensive efficiency in those playoff series. What would you say? I would say I wouldn't disagree with that. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Perception, no, I, perception is reality. My my perception was more on a defensive end. But he wasn't a bad defensive player. But was he Drew? What if I was to tell you this? Was he Drew? Well, I'm to tell you this. The buck, and this is what 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 bothers me when when that trade happened. Before that trade happened, which trade are you talking about? Dame and, and, and Dame and, and Drew leaving. Dame coming right. in, Drew leaving. Before that happened, there wasn't an NBA scout, talking head, analyst that would tell you that Drew that uh that that Drew Holiday was better than Dame Lillard. Two of them, if you put a hundred of them, lined them up, a hundred of them gonna say they would rather have Dane Lillard, right? Right. But they would rather have Dane Lillard when he was going to Miami. Oh, yeah. Then all of a sudden, a bigger market, yeah. And then all of a sudden, he goes to Milwaukee, and now Drew Holiday is the is the is the key to to the balance shifting the balance of power in the East. Celtics. Well, if he was the key, the Bucks had him. So why didn't you think the Bucks was the best right. team? Right? right. It don't. It doesn't make sense. So if I was to tell you this, and I love Drew Holiday, and I love his defense, but we saw he got cooked by Jimmy Butler, and whatever. A lot of people got got cooked by Jimmy Butler. Jimmy was cooking everybody on the whole team in the playoffs. Let's face it. So, but what if I was to tell you this, my friend? When they say the Bucks are going to lose defense, I don't understand. You know, blah blah blah. What if I was to tell you this? The two years before Drew Holiday came, the Bucks were first in defensive rating. The two years Drew Holiday were there, I think they were third and fifth, third, fifth, and I can't, I maybe fifth last, fourth last year or something like that. So they were higher. So they've always been a defensive team. So I don't get the slander of they're going to lose all this defense. When you got Giannis hustling on defense, right? You got Brook Lopez blocking shots left and right, right? You're going to be up in the upper echelon. 
Chris plays D too. People yeah. underestimate that Chris. Plays so you're gonna D. you're gonna be in the upper echelon of defensive teams, man. Right. So you got Crowder, who should have been playing, but Bud had this problem where he wanted to play Connaughton, like and, and Grayson Allen, two dudes who aren't really good for defense like that. Marjan Bochamp plays D. Malik Beasley, they got now. He plays D. Let me bring up another thing. Say, I, I prepare for this for all the haters out there. Do you realize that Malik Beasley? This is Drew Holiday's defensive rating the last three years when he was with the Bucks: one eleven point two, one eleven point five, one twelve point four, which is very, very good, very good. Malik Beasley's defensive rating the past three years: one eighteen point one, one fifteen point eight, one seventeen point two. That's better than Drew Holiday's defensive rating, bro. It's names. It's names. It's just like Drew Holiday was, to them, a B-plus player, right, when he's with Milwaukee. Now he goes to Boston. Now he's an A-plus player. Now he's an A-plus player. Like, the the math ain't mapping. And explain to me how the Celtics, because somebody, Stephen A., said the Celtics leapfrog the Bucks. So explain to me how. JT's in the house. Explain to me how JT Boston's better by getting the guy that Milwaukee traded away for a better player, while Boston traded away all the players that held the big man. And Milwaukee has Brooke, very good offensive player, big man. Giannis, very good offensive player, big man. Bobby Portis, very good player, offensive player, big man. So now explain to me in your in your basketball acumen, other than you just don't like Milwaukee. You don't like Drew being in Milwaukee. You don't like Dane being in Milwaukee. You don't like Milwaukee. Giannis being in Milwaukee. You don't like Milwaukee having two of the top 12 superstars in the league, two of the top 75 players of all time. Just say you don't like that. Just because you would have hated on Milwaukee. Kareem and Oscar. I, uh, this makes the Boston Celtics better than the Bucks because Oscar Robinson is on the Bucks. No, it doesn't. Bucks won the championship. It's just a small market. The media is doing what the media is supposed to do, man. They promote these big market teams, man. If it's Miami, um, Boston, the New York, LA teams, um, even if it could be Houston, they love the big money-making franchises, man, those big cities. So when the small market teams, if it's any kind of sport, win something, it ain't the same if it's a larger market team. It's not the same if it's one of them New York teams or um, Boston or L.A. teams, things of that nature. So the only thing the books need to do, like I had text earlier, I don't give a dang on what the media says. What the players say, opposing teams, Butler is, is mad. Butler is so mad that he changed his whole hairstyle. But uh, <laughs> I know he does it all the time. But hairstyle, fingernails. Take care of your business, man. Just go out there and play ball, take care of your business, and let your talk and be on the court. Period. And they picked up um campaign too, man. Uh Cameron Payne yeah. for backup guard. Yeah. yeah, that's a nice pickup too, man. Yeah. That's a nice move. Yep, yep. 
Which y'all just looked at, look at the roster. I mean, just stare at that roster one day. Pull it up, look it up, look at it. Woo. That's on paper. That's the thing about it, man. I mean, I don't know how many times the Brewers had a roster. Oh, come on, dog. Come Barring on, dog. Injuries. Barring injuries. Uh, yeah, yeah, back-to-backs. Yeah, this back dude, and he cried. He cried when, about the Brewers not giving him that extra seven hundred thousand dollars. Bro, get out of here. Back to backs, dude. All I know is we better not choke in this round. Went from three zero to three two. It's three Just three now. It's three three now. Oh, it was a two round homer. That's right. Damn, dude got purple hair. Y'all get beat by a dude with purple hair. Oh shit. He probably wearing Crocs too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your take on the on the, on the, on the trade, JT? Um, I like it. I think it was a good move for the Bucks. And again, like Greg said, and you said, it's only because they're a small market where they're giving us so much junk. Because it don't make sense how Boston was better than us. When they didn't have Drew Holiday, but we did, and we did better than they did. So, for them to get Drew Holiday and us to get Dame, who I think the defense ain't there, but the scoring and all around whoa, whoa, is whoa, there. Whoa, whoa. Who says the defense ain't there? That's the media thing. Like well, he said, where, 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 but where? He plays in Portland. Who else is doing defense? Yeah, you're right about this, that. This is the misconception. Right There's two things that this misconception. That, how are you going to be a lockdown defender when nobody else on your team ain't worth shit? Yeah, that's true. Right? That's true. When you when you the main scorer, you got to save all your energy for offense. Exactly. He ain't got to do exactly. that now. And I think that's why Drew had a rough scoring series against Miami last year. Cause he was trying to guard Butler. He had to do a lot of. You know what I'm saying? And that's hey, your energy is is not at that level, man. When you try to come down and shoot a jumper or, or lay it in or something like that, man. So, hey, time would tell, man. Like I said, just handling their business on the court, and um, that's all I can ask, man. I'm tired of seeing. In my honest opinion, I think in the playoffs last year. Drew had some Eric Bledsoe moments. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? Gonna, I ain't going to diss Drew. Man, Drew's my guy. I ain't gonna... hey, he, he's, he's a good dude. He was playing well, but he had some Eric Bledsoe moments. Give me some examples. What do you mean? What do you mean Eric Bledsoe moments? Uh, driving down too low and getting stuck and not knowing where to throw it to and then the lid being on his three-pointers. During the regular season, man, he was he was killing them threes. But when it came to the playoffs, doink, doink, doink. I think too, man. I, as I mentioned earlier, like he and Middleton both kind of broke down at the end of the year in playoffs. Yeah, and playing in the Olympics, I think that show. I mean, they they're not no young dudes. They're not 22, 23 years old anymore, man. They, these cats are in their early mid thirties, and I think it started showing, man. The Bucks had an old team, even though Dame's the same age, but they're 33, same age as Drew. Um, yeah, but the bench is younger now. Bench is a whole lot younger. If they use the damn bench, and I know that the Bucks, Bud's not there anymore. I know it's I know Bud's it. not there anymore. But if they use the this is what, this is what bothering me. 
<clears throat> this is what bothered me about everybody. They're going off like Bud is still the coach. He's not there anymore. But like I just said, let it let it transpire on the court. Um, playoff time. We know they're gonna be in the playoffs, right? Barring any tragedies, we know they're gonna be in the playoffs. That's when the coaching. That's when your stars. That's when your role players need to come together and make it happen. I don't care all the hate from the media, Stephen A. Smith and whoever else talking crazy. A lot of them are. It got to happen on the court, man. Period. I I just wish Jordan War was still here like with Jordan. the transition. Because him and Bochan coming off the bench, man, that would have been nice. That would have been real nice. Bochamp and Jordan Moore. Right. Well, he never got to play because, you know, Bud <laughs> don't like playing people. Hey, he don't like playing them. Oh. Yeah, that's the one who, who, out of all the people who 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 spoke up about this trade, the one that bothered me the most was George Kyle talking about he thinks the Bucks lost something by getting rid of Drew. This dude traded away Ray Allen for two months of Gary old ass Peyton, dude. Come on. Hey, he traded away Glenn Robinson too, though, man. Okay, see so later. he 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 traded away the nucleus, the core of the team. Instead of getting rid of the coach, Herb Cole, instead of getting rid of the coach and keeping that nucleus of the team, because stars are hard to come by. If you put that many stars yep. together, back in those days, nowadays, yeah. the team, I mean, players are, are are going to different teams the same day, traded another day. Yeah, but yeah, George Carl couldn't get us over that hump, man. But hey, but you know what? The league wanted Philadelphia in that series. They didn't want the Bucks. Yep. Another bigger market. They didn't want the With, Bucks, man. They didn't want the With, Bucks. Scott uh, Williams getting ejected from the game. I mean, getting suspended. You know, it, it, yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? They, they didn't want that's the Bucks, another thing. Man. He got he got rid of Scott Williams and brought that rapist. He just, you know what? He tore up the whole team, man. Yep. Piece by piece. Piece by piece, he tore up the whole team, man. And then we went in a little slump after that. So, yeah, but hey. I guess you can't, uh, you can't. We had to go on a slump to get Giannis. So I'll, I'll, I'll take the slump for Giannis. I'm oh, no sorry. doubt, man. We got, to, we got a chat. My, I'm going to tell you, my, my daughter's school, I love the communication and all that, but them teachers sending out texts and notes and shit all day, all all on, at like 10 o'clock last night. I'm like, who a kid is up to see this? There's <laughs> a lot of kids. Uh, I'm, you, a parent, I'm a parent. I'm barely up to see this, George. Like, what do you <laughs> like, I, hope it's I hope it's something meaningful and worthwhile. No, it is. It is. It's about the extra credit and all the other stuff. But it's good. No, I like the communication. I'm just saying, damn. Woo. I'm, it's like I got another job because I'm like forwarding the uh, text to, 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 right. to the kid. Like, oh. Back in the days, they, they would have had to make a phone call. Yeah, right. Think about that, though. And that phone call, if it came to the crib, it wasn't going to be anything good when I got a phone call from a teacher my, to my house, man. You know, <laughs> it wasn't going to be anything good. So, hey, I, I, I feel like. One to three texts a day from an advanced band yeah. about tryouts and other things, this and that. Uh -huh. I'm like, 
And then my daughter's like, I get those two, so you can just hit stop or, or yeah. block them. Right. Do right. not send this to <laughs> If you and your mama get it, I don't need it. Yeah. That's enough, man. That's enough. So, all right. So, we talked about the Bucks. I guess we're going to do a preview show a little bit later before the season starts, kind of like we did for football. I got thoughts. I don't think Boston, people keep saying the Bucks and Boston East Conference Finals. I don't think Boston's going to make it. Yeah. Honestly. They have no answer for Indeed. They have no answer for Giannis. So they're going to have to play one of those teams on the way to the Eastern Conference Finals. Hey, if Brogdon and Smart are gone, that's major hits right there. Okay. Let's let's not overvalue Brogdon. He's been traded about 12 times. I don't have one time. Hey, Brogdon was good. You know what? Man. You will, you will, let me tell you this. As much Brogdon as I talk about play. Miami people, no, this is what I'm about to say. People in Milwaukee value Malcolm Brogdon like people in Miami value Tyler Hero. Yet at every turn, the team is trying to trade their ass. They are not valuable. They are not. They're okay. They're average NBA players. A little bit above average. Good enough you know to what? that somebody would trade for them. Sometimes that's all you need to help support your, your baby role players. But who will he take to the, the next stars. level? Who, who has he taken to the next level? Hey, but It ain't always about him. There was a, it's a whole team. What I've seen of Malcolm Brogman, I don't give a damn that, that he did leave. I mean, that they He's did about trade forty-two away. years old at that. <laughs> hey, but, uh, but when Smart and Jalen was out, Brogdon filled in good along with forehead. But Brogdon was balling, and he helped them get to where they was at. Brogdon still is a great team player. I think he's still a good component. I'm going to create a team. team. I'm going to create a team with Brogdon. Tyler Hero. Who else gets you? Who else either is in trade rumors or gets traded a lot? We don't put all You gonna put huh? Tim Thomas, Mr. Potential, in there? Oh, that man was potential. That dude hey, hey, Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen. There you go. Another Grayson one who gets traded a lot. <laughs> the other one who's better, a little bit better than average, just good enough that you could throw him in as a trade piece that somebody wants. Grayson Allen. Like I said, sometimes you need, I mean, you every team needs those role players, man. You can't have 13 stars on one team. Every team needs those role players, man, that can come in. But don't say Brogdon. Whoever gets Brogdon, he ain't shifting the needle nowhere. <laughs> hey, what do they need him going? Huh? He's what's important right now. Uh, he, he's in Portland right now. He ain't shifting <laughs> no needles. Come on. <laughs> I mean, the Drew Holiday trade was, was nice. But where Malcolm Brogdon ends up is going to shift the balance of power. That, that's you see how foolish that sounds. When I say the yeah, Drew Holiday, the Drew Holiday trade was like nice. George Carl's comments. The, the Celtics traded for Drew Holiday, but but where Malcolm Brogdon goes is going to shift the needle of power in the in the East, right? That shit right there is the same shit as saying. The Damon Lillard trade was nice, but the where Drew Holiday goes is going to shift the power balance in the East. That's the same shit. Man, well, you, you know what uh, Brogdon's way, nickname no. is, right? Huh? You know what, what Brogdon's nickname is, right? <laughs> no, what? Rebuild. <laughs> Every team that's rebuilding pick his ass up. <laughs> the reason I think why it's efficient yeah. coming off the bench player, though. Honestly. Right. That's okay. my opinion. That's my opinion. 
Okay. If he's starting, if he's starting. Okay. Would you rather have him or campaign? I like pain, dog. I ain't gonna lie. Okay. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I, I like pain, pain <laughs> but I don't know if it's a system he was in. He wasn't as pro consistently productive as he should have been. And it could have been the system and the coach. Um, oh, Brogdon was consistently productive beyond his rookie year. Where? What? When? Uh, in Indiana when he filled in, and also in Boston when he Boston. filled in. In Indiana, he was a starter in Indiana. He was okay, hurt so, so much, you thought he was a backup. Look at that, So, so here, here's my thing. Based oh. on the guy who plays FanDuel a lot, Rogan has got me worth points on a consistent Fan basis. Than, uh, Fan oh, my God. This is, oh, my God. Duh. Okay, fantasy quarterback. Daniel Jones is better than Dak Prescott. You sound like T.E. No, Barber because he has more that, that, that's, that's a bogus-ass fucking argument right there. But, but if you look at consistent play, you make it based on FanDuel. FanDuel. On FanDuel. So FanDuel based on stats, bro. So, like, points, scores, so steals, fantasy football. blocks and shit. So, so that's football. where the points are, are based on for fantasy uh, on FanDuel. So, Malcolm Brogdon averaged more points than Cameron Payne on a consistent basis. Therefore, he was a more productive player than Cameron Payne was. Daniel Jones had a higher fantasy football point production no, no, than, no, no. than Dak Prescott last year. Are we going to say that Daniel Jones is better than Dak Prescott? We are not going to say that. Cheeky Barber says it, but we're but not going to say it. He did have less interceptions last year, but this year, hey, it's just changed. <laughs> no, not this year. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> hey, hold yeah. on. Hold on. I went to Walgreens yesterday. I'm listening to the radio, and Daniel Jones had, like, threw an uh, interception or something, and now she's like, how much is this contract again? Man. The dude was like, it's hey. a lot. Yeah. I don't know about that. So the announcers on the radio was grilling his ass, dude. Hey. <laughs> I had to buy him off during the game. It went foul. Man. It went foul. Yeah. What he got sacked with 11 times? What was it? Nine, 11 times, whatever it was. Seven, uh, seven or nine. Some craziness. Some craziness. He he he. I don't even want to talk. That quarterback is not good. I told you before the season started. Remember, you were talking about the Giants, and I told you that dude was garbage. Absolutely garbage, garbage. I'm starting hey, to figure out that every quarterback to cope is garbage, besides maybe two or three of them. Well, I told you the three. I, didn't we say Patrick Mahomes? We said, I mean, other other than those. Other than those quarterbacks, Joe Burrow. Other than you know, those quarterbacks, everybody. But Joe Burrow ain't playing too well. No, nah, Joe Burrow. Oh man. You see what happened when Tua get tackled a few times? He fall apart. He hey, get scared. I, I think Dobbs. I think Dobbs is playing better than a uh, fucking uh dude from uh New York. Uh, uh who else? Jones. He is though. He is. Dobbs from Dobbs. Arizona playing better than but him. I told you. So I told you. Brown from uh, Houston. But I had told you about that Mack truck. You let that Mack truck get wild, get get on, and not throw interceptions. That boy. Oh my god, that boy. Yeah. But he but he got a little Kirk Cousins. Him. Uh, Josh <laughs> Allen. Josh Allen. He got a little Kirk Cousins sometimes. He, at the at the wrong time, he'll throw that ball to you. Right. But man, right. when he's on, when he's on, woo! But he got the receiver. He got the receivers over there too, man. Uh, that boy put it on you, and it, 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 it digs and, and game. What, hurt, what hurts more is like 
yeah, you can shut the receivers down, but if he get it running out in the open, who's tackling him? Nobody. Big boys. Nobody. Don't know them D-backs don't want to. Man, you sound, hey, you sound like he sweat over there. Nobody. Uh, man, Homer, look at nobody. the crowd talking shirt, JT. No, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying. Oh, now that we on, hey, we on the quarterbacks, man. Okay. What's uh? You got a gripe? Yeah, I got a gripe with QBR. It don't make sense. Explain to the people what QBR is, man. Quarterback it's, rating. It's quarterback rating created by Pro Football Focus, a bunch of Minnesota-based. There you go. There's your answer. I just answered the question. Yeah. Bunch of Minnesota-based company who creates ratings. There's your answer. Team won how many Super Bowls? Huh? Their None. team won how many Super Bowls? None. Because they create okay. stupid shit like QBR. So I wanted to do, and did I did I did I find this? So I wanted to. So they're going to try to say that Jordan Love had the lowest QBR of the season for the Detroit game. Now, the first half of the Detroit game was not beautiful uh, for a myriad of reasons. One of the reasons is Elton Jenkins is coming back, and, and the, the center was hurt, and the, the guard was hurt, and I don't like Thursday night football. Dudes can't even recover. Yeah, I mean, what can uh, you do? Uh, it, what, and Daniel what, Jones uh, beat that last night. Yeah. No, he didn't. He didn't. That's what? the funny part. He did not. He did what? not. So you're going to tell me that that game that Daniel Jones had last night was better than the game Jordan Love had against Detroit. That's crazy, <laughs> bro. That's here, absolutely nuts. Get the fuck out Sam of Howell, Sam Howell had a game where he threw no touchdowns and four interceptions, and he, he had a higher QBR. QBR. Yes. Yes. Is that QBR no, or PBR? What what what's that, Cope, JT? So you want to throw out the QBR because it's a so the rating the rating is actual objective because it's based on if we use it's not based on FanDuel but it's based it's based on stat it's based on actual stats. But but the QBR is literally when I tell you this, it's dudes. It's like me and you looking at a play and deciding whether that quarterback made a good decision or not. And what I realized is when I was going through these and I, I lost the thing because I had to, I was working is that when I looked at Sam Howell's game, I looked at uh, such as, and I look at all these things, they're just basing it on a number of completions. That's it. Apparently that, cause that's the only thing I could find. So it's so no matter, no matter how many times you throw it, it's just completions or the completion percentage. But what are they looking at? If, if it's just on the completions, you can throw the ball a hundred times. Corey, you're, Corey you're asking me a question. No one knows. So it's like me sitting looking at a game and deciding, no, he didn't make a good play there. Even though he may throw to the flat and that person may take it to the touchdown, I decide, no, that wasn't his first read. I'm going to go here. So they're looking at something, those two interceptions that Jordan Love did and JT's JT O'Sullivan uh, broke it down. Neither one of those was his fault. Young receivers, they both ran the wrong route. He so was how, in the come, how come when I used that for Dak last year, and that was ha and it happened. Oh, I never said anything about – I told you they were running the wrong route about, about uh, seats, uh, against Green Bay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I told you that. Across yeah. the safety. No, I don't have a problem with that. But what I'm saying is, right, somebody looks at that and blames Dak and gives him a low QBR, yet somebody could actually make a wrong read and, an and just so happens, the ball gets tipped, the receiver catches the ball, they're just looking at the completion. It makes no sense. 
QBR is garbage. Shannon Sharp talks about that all the time. Because, and I never understood why, what really what Shannon Sharp was getting at until like this year when I looked at it about that. Because he used to always get upset because they would rate Tom Brady's QBR over Aaron Rodgers. The year Aaron Rodgers had like 40 touchdowns, five interceptions. And he'd be like, come on now. Tom Brady's season QBR was better than Aaron Rodgers. The problem is that Aaron Rodgers doesn't throw on schedule, and that bothers the person judging who rates the QBR. So because he waits, stall, moves, blah, big play, to them that's not a good play because he wasn't on schedule. Well, Jordan Love goes for the most difficult throws in the NFL. It's it's known. His, who, his the, expect, who, who the so heck is sitting there watching every quarterback, every movement? It's different guys. It's not like one guy watches all the films. I understand. I'm just saying, right. though. Like, I mean, I guess they got what is it, 16 games a week or something. They got, got 16 it. people, yeah, they or whatever it. it is, yeah, and that's what they pay them to do. I guess so, man. I guess that's so. That's what they pay them to do. And it's like, it makes no sense. It's it's asinine to think that what Daniel Jones did last night was better than what Jordan Love did against the Detroit Lions. I mean, any any fool can tell you that was a tr- that was atrocious what Daniel Jones I don't, did last night. I don't mind seeing Daniel Jones struggle like that. That's okay. I, I know you don't, but I, I, I told you he was going to struggle <laughs> like that. I told you he was garbage. That, that's okay with me. I did think they'll have a better team. But then, too, at the same time, Saquon's not playing. No. A good running back could take pressure off a quarterback if they if the coaches make the right calls. You know, they follow through. Right. That, that takes the pressure off a lot of quarterbacks, man. Every quarterback, a good running back and a good yeah. tight end. Well, yeah. You should be I mean, you should be productive. You should be look, better than look average. What, look what happened to Jordan Love against the Lions. Aaron Jones, they gave him the ball twice that whole game. What's up with that? He was because he was coming off the hamstring, so he was on a pitch count. But still, then, you know what? If you want to give, why, twice, yeah, why, why, even, why even activate? That's that's what I don't understand. Why even activate? Don't even You're right about that. Why, that that's that's what I agree with. Why even activate him? Let Patrick Taylor play and take those. Yeah, at least he can get three, four yards and, and shorten the distance, the dialing distance. Like I, I don't get it. But anyhow, but what I'm saying is, it just doesn't make sense. So here's my question to you: Who's better, Daniel Jones or Justin Fields? Because I struggle with this one. <laughs> I struggle with this one. Today. You did call those two out. Yeah. During our kickoff. Yeah. Because they have the same problem. I'm going to go like with it. affirmative action, take the minority. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I like what I saw from Justin Fields in the first half. I don't give a dog on who they were playing. Come on now. I know they were playing. You know who they were You know who they were playing. The weak Denver defense. When was the last time an NFL team got 70 put on it? Man, that, hey, it's been a minute. <laughs> Man. But, but to me, that that that'll give the affirmative affirmative action case <laughs> a little bit of confidence. Cause he looked like a quarterback. Until the fourth quarter when it counted. You know, but still, I mean, that, that intentional grounding hurt, dude. That intentional grounding hurt. He has but, that fumble too, or whatever it is. I saw the replay. I didn't see that. I didn't see the second half really. He had a fumble, intentional grounding, interception. His fourth quarter was horrible. It just fell apart. When the is lights that, come uh, on, did did Denver pick up the defense? 
or did he just go back and talk to him on? I think it was a, a little bit of both. I think Denver yeah. picked it up just a little bit, but the pressure as Denver kept scoring, the pressure got more and more, right. more and more and more and more. I I like what I saw. I like what I saw in the first half. Like I said, he looked like a quarterback, right. man. And so, so yeah. Who, so who's, better? who's better? Who's better? Yeah, Who the hell? Better. So who's better between Her, uh, Herbert and Tua? Tua. Well, I wait. Hold on. Hold on. No. No. Tua needs everything to go right. He needs look, who, look who he's throwing to. Look at who he's throwing to, man. Come on. Now. But still, it ain't his fault who he's throwing I to. I know it ain't his fault, but let's not. <laughs> I like to use this. Take Tua, put him with the char with uh Miami. Take, I mean, take Tua, put him with the Chargers. Take Herbert, put him with Miami. What do you think the results are gonna be? I think damn near every quarterback that go to Miami, give it some time, right? We'll pick that defense apart. Except for Daniel Jones, that track team over there. Except man. for Daniel Jones and Justin Fields. But Keenan Allen ain't no punk either. <laughs> no, nah, Keenan Allen, he but he ain't Ty, he ain't Tyreek, man. They they got some good receivers over there. But Mike is Mike Williams done for the season? Um, I think so. Hey, that motherfucker still got a Q. He got a Q on his jersey. He always questionable. 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 Yeah. All right. So, I thought he was I done. Know. Maybe Mary, I'm thinking about something. I don't know. Else. I know he got hurt. But you know what? With with well, killing more over there. He gonna let Herbert sling that thing around, dog. Yeah, but he gonna let him throw the ball. He gonna he gonna it wears on that defense, ball. though. It wears on that defense. It wears on the defense, man. And that's why, defense. like, I'll be with the club, and the Cowboys be twelve play series, ten play series, mm-hmm. methodical, and folks get frustrated. Like, damn, I'm tired of looking. And I'm like, they. It's a plan. This is the new system. It ain't throwing that bitch all around. You wear them down, yeah. Yeah. You know, your your defense coming in flat. You know what I mean? Your defense coming in fresh after a 12-play series or a 10-play series on offense. Your defense coming in fresh. But that's where those those people that have an issue with that, those are only those W and L fans. They only know about wins and losses. They don't know nothing about the – they can't name you 10 players on the fucking team, maybe even not even five. They just go for the wins and the losses. They don't know no strategy. They don't know nothing else. Right. You know. I guess when you when you accustomed to a certain thing that was exciting, you know points. I mean, um, scoring points. That's what the, what the league is all about, man. That's why they gear everything towards the offense. Yeah. And then you you go from this throwing a ball all over the field to something methodical, 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 methodical. But then get to the red zone and the shit fall apart. But between the twenties, they hey they they well I think they top two in the league between the twenties, mm-hmm. getting the ball in the red zone. So <laughs> I think you know I'm not gonna lie. There's a couple of times I'm thinking like they dunk it off, dunk it off, get three or four yards, productive yards though. Four yards, you get four yards to play, you gonna score a touchdown. But yeah, it's just. Like I said, back to to the Chargers and um, Herbert. His stats should be up there this year, man. His stats should be up there. So let me ask you. Let me ask. Let me let me ask you this before I go to JT. (laughs) Who you think? What's the matter? Uh, Was that a subliminal dig that four four yards ago? Because we was at first to go and four yards to go, and my dumbass coach. 
I didn't see that. Yeah, pass some shit, although Josh Jacobs was balling the fuck out. Oh. Oh, what did he do? He just started to pass it. You on the right side, and you gonna roll to the right with a rookie quarterback. Okay, genius. I'm just saying that that four that four yards ago, that little that was like we was at a first and goal with four yards ago. And this motherfucker gonna pass on first down. Then you get a situation where you got to pass, and then on right. third down, you want the right hash mark, and you're gonna set up a rollout to the right. Everybody okay, so fucking he's... crowded over there. That's right. why you got picked the fuck off. So hey, who gonna be the who gonna be the first coach fired? Josh McDaniels, dumb mother. No, no, I don't know. No, he no, should no. be the first fire, but that's Eber, a dumb Eber, Eber, right Eber there. from the Bears. Eberflus from yeah. Bears. Probably I don't Eber. think so, man. I don't know. Eberflus has a, had a bullshit call, but Josh McDaniels no. is like, oh my beard, Mark, bitch. Mark Davis, somebody said about firing him. Mark Davis was somewhere, and he goes, you don't know what you're talking about. Oh, dude, this is San Diego. The fans are getting at his ass. And here, I'm going to tell you this. For the rest of the fucking season in Vegas, the visiting team is going to have home field advantage in the stands. Yeah, you know, and you know who coming there Monday night, bro. They coming there Monday night. Yeah, oh, dude. <laughs> you know who coming there Monday night. And they like to the travel, thought bro. The they like fans had a presence last week. Wait till them Packer fans get there. They're going to have three-fourths of the fucking stadium there. And yeah. you're going to say, Mark Davis, fuck you. This is what you brought on you. This Tell is what you brought really on feel, That's man. the most fucking you know, right? expensive game to go to in the league, bro. We got a little Hey, they had a list. Like, all right, I'm going to the game in, in Chicago because the average price of tickets for there was like 138. Average price for Vegas, lowest price, 338. I ain't going to see them motherfuckers lose for 338. You going to the Chicago game, Chicago Raiders? Man, hell yeah. Cause it's $128. Hey, when they when they play. And I'm in section 200. <laughs> 338 the Vegas that's section 400 and I got paper flight you ain't driving right? oh, oh, you, okay. Shit. okay so you staying all night right all right, all right, I gotta pay right, a couple we, tolls to go to Chicago before we get ahead who gonna win that game on Monday well come on I gotta go for my guys <laughs> My hey, man. I feel like I'm being you insulting me by asking that question. <laughs> my heart says my guys. My head says yeah. Hey, what did your money? What did your money say? Yeah. Oh my god, they about to lose this game. I'm gonna pull a Peter Griffin right now. <laughs> I can't watch this game. I'm sorry. Yeah, that, yeah, you. man. Um, anyhow, what was I gonna say? You, um, was, you was about to ask a question. Then you said you were gonna yeah. go meet in JT. Okay. For real, in your heart of hearts, not being a cowboy fan. Come on, just wipe it off. What do you think gonna happen this Sunday? What happens on Sunday when the Cowboys play the 49ers? What you no seriously in your heart of hearts? What you think gonna happen? No, hold on, before you answer, before you answer, put his hand on his face too when he asked that shit. He was like, before you, yeah, before you answer, remember y'all beat Daniel Jones, garbage. The Giants. Man, you all they. You can only you beat, who else you, you beat? Only play who who else you beat? Oh, the Patriots. Mac Jones, garbage. You can only. Play who was the other one you beat? Who was the other one you beat? What was your, what the third? The third win. The second win you had. Who they they beat? Um. Corey, don't fall for this Johnny Cochran bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's why. Hey, that's why I was like. Um. Um. Who they play? Um. You know you don't fucked up, don't you? <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, Colt do this all the time. He do this all at the goalpost moves, man. No, so no, no. You act what like you the think? Packers just won against Detroit. But hey, the Packers got the youngest team in the NFL. I ain't expecting much. You what, can't who, keep using that as an excuse. They on the come field. On, right? Come on, now. yeah, I can't they use this. Okay, then. But but what you who, seriously? But what what you think gonna happen on Sunday? Cowboys gonna win. Okay. Period. Okay. Where they playing at? Where they playing at? They playing in San Francisco. Okay. All right. Anyhow, JT. All the games they played, those games came down to the last, the last playoffs. They came down to the last drive, and Dallas choked. It's a different team now. It's a different year. All I know is the Packers two got two. stumped by the the Packers. By, here, by the here's Bucs. the reality. The Packers are two and two, and most likely when this next week of NFL action concludes, the Packers and the Cowboys will have the same record. End of story. And then, but still, though. No, 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 no. So here's my okay, go ahead. Go ahead, JT. So my 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 dilemma for this weekend is I want the Raiders to win so I can talk shit, but also want them to lose so be one step close for this motherfucker getting fired. He ain't getting fired, JT. No, he ain't getting not fired. during the season. He's not getting. He's not even getting fired after the season. <laughs> he 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 owes he owes uh uh what's his name Chucky money. He he ain't he ain't gonna owe this dude money too. He, he's not, this dude gonna be here for another two years. You just gotta get used yeah. to it. I don't think I don't think he's getting fired. As long as that as long as that this stadium motherfucker killed a playoff team that got more as, talent. Yes. As long as that stadium continue to bring in money, he, he don't care. That's what he's worried about. So they businessman. But let they me tell you what I, I, I you know what I'm looking. I want to see. Oh, I can't wait. I want to see all of all the practice battles I heard about Ja and Devontae. That's what I yeah. want to see. Is he gonna play though? Is who? Ja gonna play? Yeah, he's practicing this week. Yeah. And then you know what though? Who who? What? Who's throwing the ball to Devontae? Yeah. Oh, no, wait, wait. Garoppolo only had a concussion. He didn't break nothing. Garoppolo ain't break nothing. He got a clear concussion. He got a clear concussion protocol. I don't, I don't, I don't think. I don't think that you can. I don't think personally. I don't think you can accurately depict Devontae and Jair against whoever throwing him the ball, man. Because it's You're not. Right. You need. Some, you need somebody that can throw that motherfucker. Yeah, I know you're right. Uh, hold on, hold on. Let, let me let me tell you how stupid my fucking and coach is. Jair don't travel, does he? Uh, well, here, my my coach is so stupid that you knew it was a chance that Garoppolo wasn't gonna play because of concussion protocol. You don't get this motherfucker to start playing with the first team until like Thursday or Friday. <laughs> was when he had him going doing rest with the first team. <laughs> And this is gonna be your starter on Sunday. He a rookie. You got to be the dumbest motherfucking coach out oh. there. Ooh, yo, my man still in. He's still in concussion protocol. So yeah, I mean, so I'm saying now, that. now hopefully he's got at least three days with a starting unit because as the game went on, he got better. He got more comfortable. He got better. He had them two fumbles. You know, just rookie mistakes. You understand that. But the defense until like the interception and last thing at the end, 
the defense actually stepped up and held the Chargers to only 45 yards of offense until the end of the fourth quarter. Can, can I can I give you can I give you a glimmer of hope for Monday? Here's your glimmer yeah. of hope. The Raiders are dead last in offensive in offense and dead last in offense DVOA for rushing. But here's the good news. That's the bad news. Here's the good news. Joe Barry is a garbage motherfucking <laughs> defensive coordinator. Okay. So I fully expect the Raiders to have over 100 yards rushing. Hey, they, I'm just going Josh Jacobs all night. Josh said, I'm going to put the fucking helmet on on Monday. Oh, on. I'm wearing the Josh Jacobs helmet on Monday. You know why the Packers give out a lot of, a lot of yards? They were showing the set that he does against the run. This dude has like three linemen with gaps. Big as water, and then shifts yes. and has the outside linebacker outside. Yeah, so you, you can automatically just check into a like it's cartoonish the defense that this dude is running. That's why the coach said something's going to change. And so here's the thing: win or lose, I expect the Packers to win. But if the Raiders end up having like a productive rushing, even though they're last in rushing, if they end up having a productive rushing day, remember Green Bay has a bye week after this. That dude's gone. I guarantee that one. He's gone. You know what? He was doing the same thing last year. But he changed at the at the end of the year. But he went right back to what he was doing before. So then, at my point then is, just like Kellen Moore was right. not running the offense. Right. Well, I think more McCarthy. It was more Jerry it was Jones. Difference in philosophy. It was a it was Jerry philosophy. Jones. Yeah, it was difference in philosophy. But when does a coach and say, all right, man, come here, dog. Scrap that, man. You need to whatever run a such. Well, that's, that's, what that's what he said last year. How come you can't do it during mid game? Because you don't want to step on his toe. Like it's just professional. You don't want to, you know. But here's the thing: this is what you, you do. You the coach. You the head coach. Like, you, you're this responsible. Is, so this so is what, what you say. You want you yeah. you want to get fired instead of him. This is what you say. Is this? Well, he ain't getting the floor. Ain't getting fired. Um, this is what you say. After the game, they say what went wrong with the run defense. The coach says everything. And then on Monday, he says insanity is doing the same thing over and over again with, with different results. Definitely something's going to change this week. That's what that means. That means if these motherfuckers get over 75 yards rushing, your ass go get fired because we got a break and I can just find somebody. And Jacob is going to get 75 yeah. yards rushing on one play. <laughs> but again, saying, if we. Man. If we lose at home again and you got three-fourths of the state in Packer fans, somebody need to go. Somebody need to go. All right, somebody all right. Said, ever, like, like that video showed. Ever since dude stopped videotaping another team, he ain't shit. Right. He right. ain't shit. So I'm glad I was able to send that to you, man. Cause when I sent it the I, first time, it hey, couldn't, you couldn't open it. And, and I sent it to a couple motherfuckers that do uh videos for the Raiders. <laughs> so, so who's, who's gonna, gonna get fired first? The next week, uh, who's gonna get fired first? Joe Barry or 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 the Raiders? Joe coach? Barry gonna get fired before Mike McDaniel's get, or with Josh McDaniel's get fired. Josh McDaniel's McDaniel's. If, if all three of us were coaching, say say JT, you the head coach, right? I'm D coordinator, cope offensive coordinator, and and we both fucking up. Cope and I are both mess, just fucking up. I would expect you, as the head coach, at halftime, be like, "See, we need to run something different on on, on defense, man." 
this this we need to run something this, this ain't working we need to switch something up and we need to do it in the second half but you know why you can't do that you know why I mean, you can't what you you know why you know why LaFleur couldn't do that you know why LaFleur couldn't do that this last game because his quarterback his young quarterback was having problems with a line who was hurt and weapons out so you got to go and you got to make sure he's okay and his head's okay so I'm sure that halftime was spent because you see the second half he got on track that that halftime was probably spent like this is what we're going to do we're going to you know instead of five step drop three step drop I understand that I understand that though so how you so you can't go to the D coordinator so you can't go to the D walking is the D coordinator in the booth or is he he's in the booth he's in the booth all right I would have sent a message. Some kind. Of, he's coming down. He would have sent a he's messenger. Oh man, would have sent a messenger. Hey, we need to switch something up, man. That's all you got to say. We need to switch something up. Get it right. That's all you got to say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's saying it. It ain't got to be a ten minute conversation. He probably said I, that. I would expect that. I, I would expect JT to. Hey, Cole. Hey, man. Switch, switch something up, man. Because whatever, whatever. Hey, JT gonna come to you. Come to me. Yo, Cole. Fan do say that your wide receiver hey, man. Hey, got hey, better hey, stats. Hey, you ain't baby analytics. Analytics, baby analytics. Hey, just like I said, the hey, which player bring you money? It's all about analytics, baby. Oh, <laughs> uh, so before but, but we go, on, let me ask you this question. Oh, if you set the record in the NFL for giving up double digit leads in a season, why you still got a fucking job? Hey man, you shouldn't. You, you should set be a... the wrong fucking record, dude. Yeah. I mean, I understand Brett Favre had the interception record and shit, right? But he mm. also had a touchdown record. You gave up the most double-digit leads ever in the NFL in one season, and you still got a job. That's crazy. That's so crazy. that means I can just go shit in your lunchbox, and I still have a job. I just sit on your cousin's sub, and I still got a job. No matter what you do, All right, I mean, man, hey. I mean, just think about that shit. So you let me let me let me repercussions. Oh, let him finish, man. Let him finish, man. He ain't been that shit has repercussions. Weeks. I can't. Yeah. I just... There's repercussions in this smoky. <laughs> so before we go, let me ask you this question. We started off talking about your grand old party. What you think about the mess today? Man, hold on, dude. <laughs> For that motherfucker to be in a foyer talking about the AG is racist. Oh, that's rich coming from your ass. <laughs> you calling somebody a racist? Motherfucker, you got ties to the clan. And you calling somebody racist. No, it's called about facts and justice. And that's why. He likes these ignorant motherfuckers that keep voting for him because they're ignorant. They're ignorant. They're ignorant. It, it, it's, it's a fucking cult, bro. It's a fucking cult. So here's the thing. He knows his ass is grass. This is the one he didn't have to show up to, but he showed up to it. For why? The grift. He showed up for the grift. He's going to play the victim and try to get more money to help his legal fees and all this other stuff. But 
his world is crumbling in on him because he got two black women that's killing him. In Georgia and New York, he got two black women who are killing his life, killing his dreams, killing his family. And I love it. So I love it. I wouldn't even ask you about Trump, but thank you. That was, that's like Bob McCarthy, man. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> that, hey, hold on. Mike McCarthy? I mean, uh, no. Not, uh, not Mike McCarthy. <laughs> uh, Kevin, Kevin McCarthy? Yes. Man, we already knew this shit from the 12 votes, bro. Yeah. If it take you three days to get selected as House Speaker, we know your shit is on a thin rope right there. Right. So I didn't really foresee this motherfucker lasting a year just with the MAGA base that's out there. And they were going to do anything they could to try to get their whimsical, non-essential stuff in play and not look at because none of them are real politicians. None of them in the Senate or in the, in the um, House even know the law. They don't even know how government works. Look at Tuberville. Look at Trump. Look at Marjorie Taylor Greene. Look at Boebert. Some of the things they say, it proves they don't know the laws <laughs> and the Constitution, how government works. So therefore, when you're trying to rally idiots to vote for you, what do you think is going to happen? The village is going to turn on you quickly as soon as you say something about how unintelligible they are. Or as soon as you try to make a deal to, all right, so, all right, here, here's one thing. These people are talking about border security, right? We want border security. We want this, we want this and that. But you know what? If the government shut down, who's not getting paid? Border security. The people at the border. <laughs> protecting the border. I mean, it's just simple stuff. They don't know the math of the government. They don't know the Constitution. They don't know how the government works. I don't think half of them even know the three branches of government, to tell you the truth. <laughs> and what I will say is that them hearings last week, the Democrats, especially the minority women, put on a show. Yeah, yeah. They put on a show and educated them like no one's business. And that gave me hope. Them young minorities and Caucasians that are in the House of Representatives who are constantly busting out Republicans, that that's what gives me hope. And the hope that I have is that my kids my oldest kid and people in her age group and even Taylor Swift getting them registered to vote are going to make a difference in 2024. That's my hope right there because I believe in the future and these, this younger generation, because I got a 15 year old, 20 year old and a lot of things that we should say and do when we was younger, that ain't cool no more. It's, it's a whole nother mentality and mindset. And so these old people that's trying to make these laws, these younger people ain't with this. They ain't trying to hear all this negativity. 
They ain't trying to hear all this bickering. They're like, what are you going to do for us to make it easier for, easier for us to vote, to make our college more afford, affordable, um, to make it so we don't have to worry about climate change? What are you doing about green energy? What are you doing about the oil reservation going to electric vehicles? They're worried about other things than these old people are worried about. And that's what's going to make a change, what's going to make a difference. This younger generation getting out there to vote. And I really appreciate what uh, the dude in uh, Pennsylvania did. The one, uh, the AG who became governor, right? Is yeah. it Shapiro? Yes. Yeah. So what he said is when you do your driver's license registration. Yeah. Register to vote. It's registered. Bam. Bam. That's the way you circumvent all of this voter um this this, this uh voter what's ID it voter suppression. Voter suppression. And that's the way you count you counteract it on a political and professional standpoint. I mean the, the protests and the argument get you so far, but when you have somebody in place that can set something up. And you've seen also in uh, Alabama and Louisiana's next about the gerrymandering. He making up a lost time. Hey, the Supreme Court said, hey, you need to have two dominant black districts. <laughs> and they went through and they tried to pass it. The Supreme Court said no. And they went back to lower court. And lower court said, dude, the Supreme Court said no, then no. Yeah, yeah. And now Louisiana trying to do the same thing. So Louisiana need to stop now too. So when this changes, you know who's going to win in Alabama and Louisiana in 2024. Mm -hmm. They can't hate it. What did public enemy say? Fear of a black planet. Yeah, it's really fear oh. of a brown planet because you good. brown. You good? Let's go with that out. Good. <laughs> hey, All right, you know. What do UPS say? What can Brown do for you? Oh my god. On that note. Pause. There you go. <laughs> See everybody next time.